You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you are doing well today. Before we begin talking about processed meat, leading you to get colostomy bags, the website is Naturopathic Earth, N-A-T-U-R-O-P-A-T-H-I-C-E-A-R-T-H.com. Check out all the articles. Check out all the recipes. And I've written some new ones. I wrote um, one on while we have no problem giving up our rights uh, through because of data mining and constant surveillance. Yeah, I mean, we constantly, I mean, everything that we do on our phone is data mined. And I posit some theories or ideas as to why we don't have a problem with that. That's a new article I wrote there. And uh, just go check them out. They're great. As always, we have a Patreon account. Please help support the enterprise by going to patreon.com forward slash naturopathic earth. You can follow the link on the episode notes. We would like a donation. It would really help us to continue this enterprise. Also, I have my ebook, Confessions of an Obese Child, for $2.99 on Amazon Kindle or Barnes & Noble Nook. It's a quick and fun read, and you learn a lot about me and what I went through as a child and how I lost my weight. It's another way you can help us out. And we also have Amazon links. If you go to the food recipes, there are going to be little pictures of Amazon ingredients that you can buy. And click on that, and anything you buy within 24 hours on Amazon, as long as you went through our link, we get a small 2% commission at no expense to you. And lastly, I'm a holistic, paleo-inspired health coach. If you need any help cleaning up your diet or cleaning up your life, I might be able to help you. Go to the website Naturopathic Earth and click on pricing and I'll give you an idea how much I cost. All right, let's talk about bacon. Now we have gleaned and kind of tangentially hit the topic about processed meats, especially in the early episodes. If any of you are new to Holistic Health News, I recommend you go to the first 40 episodes. The first 40 episodes is where we start out with the introductory things like how to clean out your pantry, what foods in there are toxic and contain things that might be carcinogenic or hormone disrupting and what to replace it with. The early episodes also have a lot of reviews. We review non-wheat flour alternatives, so which is best, coconut flour, almond flour. We have a review on dark chocolate brands. We have a review on Greek yogurts. And also we do the episodes on, on a singular episodes and on the different toxins that we have that we're exposed to. So there's a two episode, one on fluoride, there's two uh, there's one on parabens, there's one on phthalates, there's one on plastics. So those early episodes are a great primer. So go back to those early ones if you are new to Holistic Health News. But definitely in the eat clean or clean eating fridge. I think that's one I deal with Katie McCall. Katie, if you don't know, is the uh, founder of Holistic Health News and Naturopathic Earth way back when. 
And I think that's the one we did together. We talk about what we should put in the refrigerator and what to take out. And one of the things we talk about is processed meat. Processed meat, guys, is not good for you. And uh, there was a big expose on this a few years back in Time magazine. Uh, But there's been a recent article that's kind of accentuating how bad it is for you. So we're going to be gleaning from CNN. Eating just one slice of bacon a day linked to a higher risk of colorectal cancer, says study. Eating even a moderate amount of red or processed meat is linked with an increased risk of colorectal cancer. According to a new study published on Wednesday, which would have been last week, people who ate 76 grams of red and processed meat per day, that's in line with current guidelines and roughly the same as a quarter pound beef burger, had a 20% higher chance of developing colorectal cancer compared to others who ate about 21 grams a day, the equivalent to one slice of ham. Okay, so even lowering it a tad, it's not really a tad, it's lowering it by a third, from going 76 grams a day to 21 does drop your chances uh, quite a bit. 20% chance. Now, red meat. Processed meat, we can get rid of pretty easily. We'll talk about it in the event you don't know which what are classified as processed meats. They're not too hard to get out of your diet. But red meat, hmm, people like the red meat. The study also found that processed meat, like sausages or bacon, pose a bigger risk than red meat, not surprising, with the risk of colorectal cancer rising 20% with every 25 grams of processed meat, or roughly equivalent to a thin slice of bacon, people ate per day, and by 19% with every 50 grams of red meat, like a thick slice of roast beef or edible bit of lamb chop. Do people eat lamb chop? I don't don't think I've eaten lamb chop probably in 20 years. Quote, a small amount of processed meat seems to have the same effect as a large amount of red meat. Close quote, says Professor Tim Key, who co-authored the study and is deputy director at the University of Oxford's Cancer Epidemiology Unit. Oh, I suppose I should have used my British accent. My British. That's more cockney. That's like the only British accent I know how to do. It's like a real bad British accent. So look, so let's just break it down. Let's go back. So we know that processed meat increases your chances of colorectal cancer more than red meat, 20% for every 25 grams. So if you eat uh, the 76 grams a day, which is the rough guideline of what people eat right now, you're multiplying your chances of getting uh, cancer by 60%. So we want to keep it down. According to the UK's National Health Service, that's their big socialized medicine department over there, a slice of ham contains 23 grams of processed meat, while a grilled 8-ounce steak contains 163 grams of red meat. That's just 8 ounces. 163. So they're recommending that we eat 76. That's the standard. So that's double the amount of red meat, more than double of the amount of red meat you should be eating per day. So a lot of people like the steak. I know Kate likes the steak. Um, just know. Might get that colostomy bag. Cancer Research UK, which partly funded the research, says that current NHS guidelines state that people who eat more than 90 grams of red and processed meat a day should reduce this to 70, which is the standard amount that's consumed in the UK. I wonder how much they eat in Germany. They like a lot of that kraut, all those sausages. The study published in the International Journal of Epidemiology tracked the diets of nearly 500,000 UK adults. That's a lot. 
It's a big study. Between the ages of 40 and 69, and their diets were studied over the course of five years on average. During this time, 2,600 of the participants developed colorectal cancer. I mean, look, that's that's still a pretty small amount out of 500,000. And look, they could have developed colorectal for other reasons. not like red and processed meat's the only reason you get colorectal cancer. I mean, just smoking in general, uh, anal sex greatly increases your chances of getting anal and colorectal cancer, drinking alcohol. So, I mean, there's other things. But this is a good study, and it's longitudinal. Five years is relatively long. This latest research adds to the body of evidence that links red and processed meats to an increased risk of colorectal cancer. Quote, Our results strongly suggest that people who eat red and processed meat four or more times a week, four or more times, have a higher risk of developing bowel colorectal cancer than those who eat red and processed meat less than twice a week. Oh, the vegans are probably like, yeah, see, Gregory, we knew we were right all along. Be a vegan or a flexitarian. See, you guys deserve to get cancer because you're killing all those animals. Yeah. Let us show them Freud. I taking pleasure in people's misery. All right, so guys, the study, that's pretty clear. Four or more is the is the is the kind of the threshold right there four or more so look at your diet are you eating meat more than four times a week i'd say most americans certainly are i mean i mean there's people who eat meat pretty much every meal even breakfast right you get your little sausage burritos that nominally have meat who knows what's really in that sausage it's definitely processed he said that previous research had looked at people in the 1990s, but diets have changed quote significantly since then since our study gives a more up-to-date insight into the relevant meat consumption today, close quote. Yeah. Another factor increasing the risk of colorectal cancer is alcohol. Oh, what a surprise. The study also found that fiber from bread and breakfast cereal was linked with a reduced risk of colorectal cancer, which starts in the colon or the rectum. I don't know why they need to add that, which starts in the colon or the rectum, hence the name colorectal cancer. Well, we, we know the importance of fiber. We are supposed to be getting women at minimum 25 grams a week, um, I'm sorry, a day. Most, most people are getting 25 grams a week. And then men, it should be 30 or more. The problem is that none of us, I, I, would say, I wouldn't say that, maybe true vegetarians, true vegans, people who eat a lot of salads, true paleo adherents, would be getting that much fiber. But most of us don't because most of us eat a lot of breads and pastas, which are bereft of fiber. That comes from flour mostly. We're not eating a lot of whole foods and fibers and beans and legumes and raspberries and so forth. In the United States, it's the third most common cancer, excluding skin cancer, and around 51,000 deaths are occur, expected to occur due to colorectal cancer in 2019. 51,000, that's, that's how many died in the Korean War and the Vietnam War. That's a lot of people. In the UK, colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer in men and women, according to Cancer Research UK. The World Health Organization concluded in 2015 that there's enough evidence to classify processed meat as carcinogenic to humans, wrote the study's authors. The World Health Organization has classified red meat as probably carcinogenic. All right, so we've, we have some articles, and I think we do have an episode on common class one carcinogens in your house. These are definitely linked to cancer. And then the two, 2A and 2B are probably carcinogenic. So they want to put red meat as probable carcinogenic, a 2A. Dr. Gunter Kuhnle, Associate Professor of Nutrition and Health at the University of Reading in the UK, said that, quote, this is the largest study ever taken in the UK. Well, 500,000 people is a lot, close quote. I mean, it is a lot. 
Kunla, who was not involved in the research, said the, res- the results, quote, confirmed previous findings that both bread and processed meat consumption increased the risk of colorectal cancer, close quote. Dr. Julie Sharp, head of health information at the charity Cancer Research UK, said that the government guidelines on red and processed meat are general health advice, and the study is a reminder that the more you cut down beyond this, the more you can lower your chances of developing bowel cancer, close quote. She suggests reducing red and processed meat by trying to meet, try to do meat-free Mondays or recipes that use chicken or fish, meat-free Mondays. But even then, I mean, they only want you to do four, four servings a week. That is minimal. That is, I mean, that is hard. I'm sure there's people who do it twice, if not three times that amount. All right, that's the end of the article. Let's, let's wrap this puppy up. Okay, there's a couple of things here. Processed meat. So what are processed meats? Most deli meats, you get at Subway, for example, which is, you know, they, they've pulled off one of the greatest shams of all time trying to convince people that Subway is, quote, healthier for you, close quote. Uh, but they use processed meats. Almost all those meats are processed, and they're crappy. Even their chicken, they're, you know, it's processed. And one of the ways you can tell when chicken is processed, and in, in, with processed chicken and processed fish, what, what I mean is that they just scrape up the leftover matter from the ligaments, the tendons, the brain, the genitalia, and then they put it in a mush, and then they pour it into molds to mimic the look of a patty. And so, like, for chicken breasts, for example, there is processed chicken. And uh, McDonald's used to use processed chicken for their McNuggets. Now they don't. But if you ever rip open chicken, you can see the striations in the in the uh, muscle. And that's how you know it's real breast or real muscle as opposed to processed. But in general, deli meats, so salami, pastrami, all those are, are processed meats. Vienna sausages, uh, the little ones that come in a can I used to eat all the time as a kid, that's processed. All the lunchable meats, of course, are deli meats. Those are processed. Hot dogs, of course, are processed. Bacon. Um, you can get nitrate-free, which would be an alternative, but bacon as a whole, unless it's it's like authentic, good stuff, uh, that's processed as well. And so look, processed meat's crap. We shouldn't even be eating it in the first place. They have to load it up with nitrates to make it palatable, but we shouldn't be eating it. So getting rid of processed meat shouldn't be a big deal, but the studies are very clear. We want to limit it. You want to limit it in your kids. So if your kids like hot dogs, start slowly weaning them off of it. It doesn't mean they can never have a hot dog, and if they do, they're going to have this giant ovarian cyst in your daughters. But, you know, maybe once a week, a couple times a month, and that's it for the hot dogs. Now, with red meat, red meat's controversial because if you look at the paleo world, uh, they definitely promote meat. Especially if it's really not even especially only if it's clean. So if you're getting, you know, grass-fed cows that are actually eating grass uh, that aren't shut up with antibiotics and hormones, because you know, most of our cows, the ones, the meat that you get from the the supermarket or the grocery store and restaurants, that's all fed genetically modified feed. They're not even fed grass. They're just in those horrible lots over in Nebraska and Colorado. And they're fed crap, and that's why we eat crap, right? It's low-grade meat. So the paleo people would, would tell you kind of look to, to look askance at studies like this because they would definitely recommend you eat more than four servings of meat uh, a week. What I would say is, look, 
we don't need to only be eating meat all the time. As they mentioned, we can eat fish, we can eat chicken, and we should eat a varied diet. If you're going to eat fish, try to get wild caught because most of our fish is raised in disgusting fish farms in Vietnam and China and where they're given antibiotics and growth hormones and they're eating their own feces in these gigantic pools. So most of our seafood is crap. So try to get wild caught if you can afford it. And with eggs, we want to get pastured eggs. They, the studies show that one pastured egg is the equivalent of six regular eggs. So even though pastured eggs are three times the price, we want to try to get pastured eggs if we can. Same for the dairy. We want to get RBGH, RBST-free, uh, dairy, organic dairy, or raw milk, if you can find raw milk at a place. But the point is, it is possible to eat a clean a clean diet and not, and not eat red meat. So a paleo person can eat red meat just limit it to four times a week and uh, eat chicken and pork and I don't know about pork as much, uh, but but eat chicken and fish and just f- try to find it from clean ingredients. And also one of the reasons I think that there's such a precipitous rise in the risk of colorectal cancer when you eat processed meat and even red meat is our red meat and processed meat is, is shot up with so many preservatives and additives that I think it's the preservatives and additives that are increasing our chances of getting these issues. But either way, if you can afford it, we want to be buying GMO-free stuff. We want to be buying produce that's low on the dirty dozen pesticide uh, pesticide, um, list, so uh, clean 15 foods. And if you're buying dirty dozen foods, the ones that are constantly high in pesticides, this would be like tomatoes and potatoes and apples and grapes and berries. You want to buy those organic. And then again, with the meats, try to buy them organic or try to buy them from a farmer's market, and let's just limit our toxic load. Now, colon cancer is horrific. Um, I do show these these videos to the to the students, where if it's not caught, or even if it is caught and it, it's it's in your colon, they have to excise that, that tumor, that part. And that's why colonoscopies are so important. Now, there is a, a debate amongst the experts about whether or not colonoscopies are worth it. Uh, I mean, look, on one level, they, they, they certainly are as invasive as the radiation that you're getting from breast uh, mammograms. So go back to that episode we did about 40 episodes back on the sham that's Sujin G. Komen, and we talk about how mammograms are not even that effective in detecting breast cancer and that thermography is much more effective and just self-breast examinations would be better. But with colonoscopies, I mean... Yeah, having a tube shoved up your arse is not the most pleasant thing, but look, they're there to find polyps. And then I've shown the video where they uh, they get the, col- the colonoscope and then they find a polyp and they essentially put this lasso around it and they electrify and shock off all the polyps. So it, it is smart to have them done regularly because those polyps can develop into cancer. And then they can metastasize or spread to your body. Now with Colon cancer, they have to take out part of your colon. And so for you to still have bowel movements, they have to attach the last healthy part of your colon to the outside world. So they create a stoma or an artificial opening in your stomach, in your belly, on your skin. And so you're just oozing out poop. Some of you might know people who've had colostomy bags. And, and it's you know it's unfortunate for these people. Like God bless them because um, they're just oozing out feces into a bag all day. And so they probably smell, especially if they don't change out their bags that often. So colon cancer is unfortunate. And of course, it can kill you if it metastasizes. So we do want to limit our processed meats or eliminate them altogether. 
And uh, we do want to limit our red meat. We can have a perfectly healthy diet by eating less than four servings of red meat a week, mixing in the other meats, and then eating a lot of produce. We need to eat more produce. This includes myself. We need to be eating more produce. So if you have a diet that has a lot of fiber, you're getting clean quality meats, varied, and you're limiting or not drinking at all, go all Mormon and don't drink at all and don't smoke, and exercise. I mean, these are all great biohacks to limit your chances of getting this cancer and all cancers. So these are things that we need to implement into our life as soon as possible. But please, limit the processed meat. As always, guys, hit the subscribe button. Appreciate it. Share this episode and share all the episodes of Holistic Health News to your friends, even those who you don't think would be interested in it. Send them more of the more conspiracy theory-minded ones. Maybe they'll like those. And as always, post a review for Confessions of an Obese Child. Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary, and this one, Holistic Health News. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.